Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a great day out here today. December 7th. December 7th. Pearl Harbor Day. And unfortunately, we just... Uh, yeah, it's funny. We Not funny, but tragic. We just had a, a shooting at Pearl Harbor in Honolulu. Uh, coming on the air here, I have Vince Torres. Vince Torres is the owner of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside on the corner of Brockton and Central. Uh, phone number is 951 Not like I've said that a thousand times, but uh, it seems to come up in my mind every now and then. What does? 951 Hey, Vince, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Phil? Hey, we were were just talking as we started here before the the tape started rolling about what happened in uh, Honolulu, uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, Give me a little rundown, if you would, on this. Well, uh, apparently uh, an active uh, Navy uh, personnel uh, somehow got a firearm because they're not supposed to have a firearm. That's another segment on its own, why a military can't have a firearm, but regardless... He had a firearm, and he decided to go ahead and kill two uh, private contractors that worked for the Department of, Department of Defense. There you go. So if those two guys, or at least one of those two guys, uh, we don't know the whole circumstances, would have had a firearm legally, uh, we probably could have defended himself, and these are all assumptions, uh, against this bad guy. So, Or let's call him bad guy because he did something bad. Uh, but but he got a, you know he had a firearm. How he got it in there? Maybe they, he has access to it. Maybe they have a locker and they're supposed to put the gun away. And then you know whenever they want to open the locker, apparently and grab the gun and do what he did. Uh, but you and I were talking about what's his name? How come we haven't heard his name? And um, that that can be indicative of some things. Yes, it could be many things. Uh, if it would have been, the, you know, uh, Mr. Smith, they would have said it already, uh, but it's not. So we don't know, and I don't want to jump the gun, but uh, I can tell you a couple of things about who I think it was, uh, who probably did it. Uh, well, here's the other wrong. thing. Is, maybe it was just they, a crazy they, guy who, you know, he had enough of the Navy or they, whatever. They will, they will eventually announce the name, and that, that'll all come <laughs> out. But um, we will not announce the name here because mm-hmm. – we never glorify anybody who's on the bad side of things. So he is a coward, and uh, he's going to end up in a giant wood chipper pile outside of an orchard somewhere, and that's fine with me. I don't really care. So <laughs> it, it, they're, they're terrible people, um, and we will not dignify by reading their stuff or announcing their name or giving any credence to their actions, other than it's too bad he wasn't shot in the face when he first came into the room. Now, a lot of people, we, we had a Supreme Court the Supreme Court uh, a couple of weeks ago denied a case about strict responsibility, meaning that they're allowing a case to go forward where Remington can be sued because they own right. Bushmaster. Bushmaster was involved. One of the rifles was used in a horrific shooting. Okay. So they're saying that you can go ahead and sue the manufacturer of a firearm. 
But I have to ask this question, and I've seen it posted a few places, is why aren't we allowed to sue the manufacturer of signs that say gun-free zone? Right. Because they're obviously not working. And those signs are leading people to think they're safe, but they're not. And and I think that we probably should have a class action suit against those, Vince. What do you think? I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, uh, and if they're going to open up that uh, Pandora's box and being able to sue a, a firearm manufacturer, then they just go ahead and open it up for anything, cars, alcohol, cell phones, Anything that causes death. Well, did you see the movie John Wick, right? Pencils. Pencils are bad. Yes. So we can go out and now and just sue everything and anything related to any kind of death. Uh, You know, your Nike shoes for wearing it while you were pulling the gun out. I mean, so there is going to be a, I don't, so what they did is they they kind of threw it back to the lower courts courts in the state of, uh, was it Connecticut, I think it was, or whatever it can be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Supreme Court kind of said, okay, guys, be a little smarter and try to actually see or read between the lines. If it goes back to us, then we're going to shut it down. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, you know, I think the Supreme Court, uh, you know, you want to think that those guys there have a little bit, Well, some of them do. Five of them, or actually four and a half of them do. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You know, four four and a half you can count on. And and that's one of the things that right now we're watching this impeachment uh, debacle going on, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, we can see the enemy for what they are. They are liars. They are absolute liars. They just pose things and push it forward and... It's unbelievable they've got this much momentum. And, and the fact that the mainstream media, the uh, lamestream media, has continues to push these narratives without any facts basis and, and without any repercussions. It's like lying is free. Yes. You know, and uh, uh, usually on, on Sunday is my relaxed day. Uh, I love to watch football, so I'll sit in my office in my house and I turn on the TV, kind of have a background noise. And I do my homework. I go on my computer and I do homework and I do research. And man, it's like you just continue reading the crap that comes out of some of these people, you know, because you need to get informed. Uh, and unfortunately, people in this country are not informed. They like to turn on to the TV or the social media stuff. And then, okay, well, I believe that. And that's pretty good stuff. Uh, we know that the media just lies left and right. There is no, you know, even Fox is even jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, they're not as bad, but they're once in a while, uh, they're like, really? Why you put that idiot up Fox, there? Fox had, a, Fox had an ownership change, and I think it's affecting their programming. I think they're going to be drifting more along the lines of the CNN. You know, I think you have to watch something like Levin TV if you uh, really want to figure out what's going on. Yes, so, and uh, there's another station called, uh, is it called uh, One America, uh, which is very conservative uh, uh, station, uh, I used to watch it when I had Verizon. I don't have Verizon anymore. Uh, I have Charter, and now Charter doesn't have it. Uh, it's one of those things that only certain, you know, you got. I don't know how that works, but of course, it's, it's a conservative TV station, so they're gonna, you know, everybody's gonna try to shut it down. And, uh, and that that's where we're at. But um, we did have some good news here, and we'll talk about that when we come back about uh, what happened on the Black Rifle Friday. Kind of mm-hmm. some interesting things, but here in California. So let me just jump to another case. On this very, very busy weekend, 
tell me about just your ammunition sales. The ammunition sale was good. Uh, not great. Um, it's a pain in the butt. That's you what know, I want to talk gotta, about is how, how many people did you have denied in the last week? Uh, actually, I think we've only denied one person because when they want to buy ammo, before we go into the computer and start running background, we tell them, hey, you're going to get denied if the following blah, 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 blah. And some of them go, oh, man, okay, whatever. I guess I can't buy ammo. So we're trying to eliminate that. And we have a post-it on the, on the store if you want to buy ammo, these are the. I, I don't. I don't have it under consequences, but I should. These are the the the, the you could qualifications. If the following happens to be. Um, so what are they? The, the number one problem that we have, they might have everything correct. They have a pro, uh, uh, they have a firearm. They do own a firearm. It is registered to the home. The problem is they have the federal limits apply uh, driver's license. And not everybody walks around with a birth certificate or a, a passport in their pocket. So they have to leave and come back if they come back. And that'll take three to six months before you get a uh, appointment at the DMV to get that corrected. Right. So uh, a lot of times, and I feel bad for older people. I'm talking about people above 60, even 70. You know, it's like, oh. I don't have a passport. I don't go anywhere. And they have no idea they have the license that said federal limits apply. He goes, let me see if I can find a birth certificate. And when they bring it in, it's like, man, you are old. You know, it doesn't look like a birth certificate, but that's what it was, you know, 60 years ago, 70 years so ago. So if somebody has a birth certificate, they can buy it at your store or they have to go get their, their license first? No, 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 no. If you have a federal limits apply license, I mean, federal, yeah, federal limits apply on the upper right-hand corner. You can still buy ammo and firearm. You just have to bring a passport or a birth certificate to show that you are a uh, legal citizen of this country or, uh, you know, that's what we do. So this is interesting. Uh, so if you go to DMV and try and get your federal limits apply and you bring your passport, they don't accept that. They won't give you a federal – they won't give you the proper license with off of a passport without well, you no. having – You got to bring all kinds of stuff. I went through that because I, <laughs> I, I, I travel out of the country in July. So in June, I went to get the real ID, and, and uh, luckily that my wife had gone through hell and back when she did hers. So when I did mine, she already had it all done, and I go, really? I got to bring all this crap? Unbelievable. That I'm a citizen? Yep. Hey, folks, still up uh, name and firing line. long. Uh, hang on a second. We got we got to run to a break. We'll be right oh. back after this. FiringLineRadio.com. AM five ninety, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. <laughs> That's right. It's Boomstick Radio. Folks, you know here on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the great stuff afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful companion, the battle to uphold these rights, has been our longtime sponsor and current guest host here, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Head on down to Bullseye Sports in Riverside. Looking for great holiday deals on guns, ammo, and accessories? Well, don't miss bullseye sports huge black gun christmas 
sale. That's all the way through the end of December. All the great specials he had from Black Friday, Black Rifle Friday, he's going to carry on through the end of December. Unbelievable savings on firearms, ammos, and you better get there early and bring your proper ID so you don't miss out on some items that are limited on availability. Doors open at 9 a.m. all the, on Saturday mornings and check it out. Bullseyesport.com, bullseyesport.com, that's bullseyesport.com, or 951-823-0211. We need a little jingle on that, like 951-823-0211. Why don't you go ahead and write that up for us, Vince? <laughs> I'll sing that? Yeah, I want you to sing it for me. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving on. Let's move. <laughs> hey, uh, Black Friday uh, happened, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. Everybody goes crazy and buys everything in the world. And the National Shooting Sports Foundation sent out a report that was kind of interesting. And I think we should talk about that. So it says registered firearms in the United well, States. It, it started out by the uh, the uh, eight uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Uh, they, they said that uh, on Friday, Black Friday, they did uh, 202,465 uh, NICs, instant, you know, the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. They did that. Uh, it's the second highest to 2017, which was only uh, uh, 1,000 more. Uh, that is actually under 1,000 more that they sold on 2017 for that Black Friday. And that just means not that they sold... 202,000 firearms. There were 202,000 instant background checks. You can buy two or three guns and count as one background check. So that's just background checks one day only, Black Friday. Pretty good, man. 202,000. That's a good start. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hey, and they're saying that if it keeps it up uh, this year, will be. Uh, so the, the record was 27.5 million firearms sold in the year of 2016. Uh, in the next couple of days, if nothing goes wrong, we should surpass that. So by this end of this year, they're estimating that we'll probably be at 28 or 29 million firearms sold in the year 2019. So 2016, everybody was worried because we honestly thought we would have a totally socialist government with Hillary Clinton at the at the helm of it, right? Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court would, would roll over and be anti-gun if, with her appointees. And so everybody's like, well, this is it. Well, what about right now? Do you think because of the impeachment issues that people are worried that, geez, if something happens to Trump and we end up with one of these radicals in office? I mean, what, what, why do you think the numbers are this high? Or is it just because the economy's better and guys have money and like to spend their money? I think it's a combination of the whole thing. It's, it's like a perfect storm. You got that. There's always a negative, the negative, negativity driving sales. You always have that. Uh, not as bad as we did through the, you know, during the well, Obama that's, years. That's, well, let me tell you, that's because after eight years of doing this show, let me tell you, gun owners are optimists, said no one. Um, mm. <laughs> yes. Right? It's always half empty, it seems. Um, so, yeah, we do have that going for us. But then we got, you know, you, again, you, you, you're right, and I see it. Uh, you know, people come in, they, they take their time, they're not in a hurry, they're not saying, oh, my, even though we're in California, California, they're always trying to take guns away. I mean, you know, uh, Gary Newsom signed, signed, like, what, seven or eight anti-gun bills? Uh, I can't keep track of them, yeah. Yeah, I know, it's kind of attractive, and I have them all on my desk, and I read them, and I go, what an idiot, because uh, none of those would have stopped uh, uh, anything. 
I mean, uh, not and, trying to go back in history, but the, the kid that just shot those those uh, other ones in student, he was 15 year old. So he broke all kinds of law, right? 15. How can you buy a gun at 15? You know, <laughs> and of course, number one law he he broke was murdering people, yeah. and then so all these laws would have never stopped that. But I, going back to uh, the sales, I think that's what it is. I think uh, the economy is good. People are are now being more careful while they're buying. They're being picky. They, they want to see, well, let me see that gun. Let me see that. Before it goes down, goes bang, I want that one because they thought, I better buy something before the administration, the oil administration, or thinking of the new one coming in because everybody thought Hillary was going to be the next president. Yeah. I'm going to buy something that goes bang before I cannot buy nothing that goes bang. Right. Uh, so, But now uh, I think that we are going to – we're going back to normal years. I've been doing this for almost 40 years. So we're going back to normality for the time being. But you're right. If they decide to impeach the president, which I don't think they will, uh, uh, keep our fingers crossed, um, he's going to get reelected again next year. And uh, the sales are continuing to be the same way. I think people, uh, women, are, you know, are getting more and more and more involved in the industry, hunting, in, in the shooting world, uh, carry concealed permits. So it's a growing thing, you know. Uh, yep. It's not going to stop. And uh, people are afraid. I, I think people are definitely afraid. I see a lot of customers that come into my store. I know what side of the aisle they're in, but they're buying firearms. Because, you know, they ultimately know that they need a firearm because, you know, you because they keep putting felons back out on the street. So and yeah. that's interesting. And those people, those of you who are not going to vote for Trump, those of you who are not voting at all, you're not buying firearms, you're renting them. Okay. If you're yeah. not, if you're not standing up for somebody who's going to put the right people on the Supreme Court and doing what you can, because that's the whole game, man. That's why he's being impeached is they do not want him to replace Ginsburg. They don't want him no. to replace another person. If he did, we could have a seven two majority for conservative yeah. constitutional government, which could actually cure this nation. Okay. And it doesn't guarantee you anything really. It, uh, well, it's uh, better than having a seven to two minority. Right. Because yeah. on the settlement to minority, they're going to vote 100 percent to the left. Exactly. So uh, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Is at least you know. at least it's a better defensive play. Hey, on yes. Black Friday, or mm -hmm. no, no, for the year 400. No, I guess it's just the uh, the number of guns in the United States now is 423 million registered yes. firearms. Yes, 400. That's 1.2 guns per person. You know what that and means? That means, of that, that means you the, need to pick it up, folks. What do you mean 1.2? At least get it up to 2. Let's get a round number going here. 1.2 is pathetic. Yes, I know. But the most interesting one, uh, or well, everything that's interesting, is that almost 18 million modern sporting rifles are in the hands of private ownership. That means that we have the, technically, we can say we have the world's largest uh, military. Yeah. Uh, if you come to see, you know, come to... Uh, uh, just on those sporting rifles. Um, we, you, everybody's in the industry, we call them modern firearms because that's what they are. MSRs, but, modern sporting rifles. Yeah. 17 well, million. there that are listening to a show that just tune on, that means the so-called black AR killing machine. That's what they're talking about, which well, they're not. 
It's a uh, yeah, the AR platform, the AK yeah. platform. Those yeah. are considered the modern sporting rifles. Over 17 million of them registered in the United States. Folks, if the firearm was the problem, you would know it. There's 17 million of them. We had uh, over 8 billion rounds of ammunition manufactured <laughs> last year, okay? And that That's doesn't a lot of ammo, man. That doesn't count what I love, hand-loaded. <laughs> And you're right. That's, and you're right. This is this is only manufactured ammo. Right. There's a lot of reloaders out there that does, that doesn't go into effect because uh, you don't know how many rounds uh, will come out by buying. Uh, and you never will powder and stuff like that. You never know because right. you know unless you're a scientist, you, you know, or a reloader like you are that can determine how many rounds you can get out of a pound of powder. Blah blah blah. But that's a lot of uh, rounds. But the point is, uh, the point is that the Second Amendment crowd. We are, we are law-abiding citizens. We obey right. the rules. That's we right. follow them. I mean, I can have whatever number of AR platform rifles I, I want, and I'm not a mass murderer because it's people's choices. It's the heart of man that makes the difference. And that's where we're losing this, folks, is we have, you know, people are saying we need more mental health. It's like, no, we don't need more mental health because that is a slippery slope that allows people to say, Vince posts some nasty things on Facebook. He must be mentally ill. We should go take all of his guns and his FFL. That's That's not... A mental health issue uh, when you have criminals back out on the streets that are drug addicted and continually making these these uh, crimes they need to be put away put away for life and yeah. that's that's how we protect ourselves Vince I want to thank you for your sponsorship thank you for being on here I hope you have a great Christmas all right Black Rifle Christmas over at Vince's BRC don't don't forget to join them there till the end of the month get everything you need and uh, or get a gift certificate so you can get it all later. Hey, Vince, thank you very much. Thank folks, you, sir. Folks, we'll be right back with Roy Griffith of California Rifle Pistol Association. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. This is Philip Damon. Hope you're having a great day out there today. Joining me on this session and for the rest of the show, I have Roy Griffith. Roy is the captain for the Department of Fish and Wildlife Hunters Ed Program for the California Rifle and Pistol Association, and he is working tirelessly on your behalf up there in Sacramento, which frankly 
I don't wish on anybody having to go up to Sacramento and deal with the California legislature. So hats off to Roy. We we need to, folks, we need to band in and get him a heck of a Christmas present for all the combat pay he should be getting working up there in Sacramento. Roy, how are you doing? Good, sir. Thanks, Philip. Thanks for having me. And only correction on that beautiful introduction is I'm a retired captain. If I, uh, if I say the things I'm about to say, still employed by the state, I would be fired, you know, so <laughs> that's why I'm doing the job I'm doing now, because I spent 30 years with a man telling me what I could say and couldn't say, and now I, thanks to this wonderful job and opportunity with the California Rifle and Pistol Association, I get to say what I believe when I walk up to a microphone, so. Well, oh, there you go. Uh, Welcome to the freedom side of the ledger. Yeah, thank you, sir. So your job, I mean, you're up there in Sacramento, in all of these committee hearings, trying to bring reason to madness. Um, how's it going? Uh, yeah, you said it well. Reason to madness, you know, and kind of, again, you know, my previous world being in law enforcement, everything was black and white, right and wrong, up and down, left and right. And uh, this one doesn't shade the gray, you know. It's just uh, oftentimes you just walk out of there shaking your head because you can tell, you know, some of these, this last year, we, we turned the hearts and souls of some of the hardest anti-gun people in the building um, who voted for us initially, you know, voted against some of this bad legislation, but then they get reined in by their, their rulers, you know, and get told to get back in line and, and ended up some of these bills that, that had been previously vetoed by even Jerry Brown three times previously um, were were law by this governor and you know voted for and pushed through by these legislators so you know it sends a message when something that even jerry brown would veto three times in a row um we can get pushed forward and 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 signed into law that's that's kind of scary so why don't you go over a few of those well um first off one of the you know again our law enforcement and crpa stand the last thing we want to see is firearms in the hands of of people that shouldn't have firearms, firearms in the hands of people that are deemed by professionals as, as crazy, you know, or just not fit to, and we all believe that. And there was a beautiful mechanism already in place, already in place in California, law enforcement officer, immediate family, can go to a judge and say, Judge, Roy's crazy and should have his guns take away, and the judge makes that ruling. And, and what better gatekeeper than non-biased gatekeeper than law enforcement? And what better person to know about if Roy's crazy or not, and Roy's own immediate family. So that system was there. But no, what they decided to do this year was extend that same opportunity to coworkers and people you've gone to school with, you know, teachers, students, and maybe somebody you worked for or worked with that had a had a grudge against you. Now those people can go in and say Roy's crazy. So um, you talk about a system and an opportunity for uh, abuse. I mean, that's that was. Signed, and that was previously vetoed by, by Governor Brown on numerous occasions. Um, the precursor parts bill, a- another one that was previously vetoed, and we killed time and time again previously. Um, Can we even describe one, what, what exactly is a precursor? What exactly is a precursor part? Amen. So, yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> we will find out. And guess who got to sign that task? DOJ. DOJ, the same state organization that says they're so busy they can't get our 10,000-plus armed prohibitive felons off of our streets. You know, as we talk right now, there's over 10,000 people who we would all agree shouldn't have firearms. These are convicted felons, dangerous felons. 
And, uh, you know, DOJ is tasked with getting them firearms out of their hands. Uh, but now they're going to be too busy trying to figure out what a precursor bug is. And uh, every year, as another widget is developed, as another mousetrap is invented, we'll have to go through DOJ for their blessing of precursor part or just part, you know. And and if it is a precursor part, then it has to have a background. You, you have to have a background check. It has to be assigned a serial number. So um, all of this is to deal with the ghost guns, right? You know, these, these, these naughty people who build firearms at home and, and and flood our streets with these homemade firearms, apparently. Yeah, both so, of them. So here's, here's a, yeah, here's, here's the, the thing. A couple um, years ago, they, they already passed a law, the ghost gun law, that already says if Roy builds a firearm at home, he or she has to go in and get a serial number for said firearm. So they're basically admitting their own system doesn't work, you know. And, and we all know well enough that this is not going to stop criminals. You know, criminals break into Phillips' house, steal his guns, and grind the serial numbers off of them. They're not going to put serial numbers on them. So all of these measures, you know, to deal with crime is just making more work for, for state agencies and more headaches for yeah. law-abiding citizens. Now, I, I believe that these measures are not built to fight crime because you have, you know, you inspect what you expect, right? You get what you pay for. If we have removed mandatory jail sentencing for the use of a firearm in a crime, what has that just done? It said, go ahead and use a gun. We're actually encouraging. Oh, yeah. Gavin Newsom signed that. He reduced yep. he reduced the mandatory sentencing for using a firearm in a crime. Now, when I'm yep. in charge, Emperor Naaman will have none of that madness. If you use oh, a I firearm if you use a firearm in a commission of a violent crime, hey, you get twenty to forty years in jail. Period. I don't care. If you use it and you hurt somebody, you get life. If you kill somebody, you get the death penalty next Wednesday. If you, yep. You're if, talking about one of the most troubling bills I've seen since I've been on this job. It's SB 620. It did away with all those kill enhancements on firearms. Just insanity. And that's the anti-gun governor doing that. So he's the pro-crime governor. Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. There's only two things that criminals understand. This is a time-tested formula since the time of the Romans, and that is if, if severity of, of punishment and surety of apprehension. That two little things in their pea brains that that they're likely to get caught if they do it. If they get caught, they're going to get hammered. Now, you know, again, I'm not just talking out of my hind end. That's many years of law enforcement experience and many studies I've read over the years that that formula, that time-tested formula is what keeps the criminal element between the lines, if anything will. You know, a lot of them, that doesn't even work for many of them. But exactly. Some of them that, need impact that speed. Formula is Time, that time-tested formula has been thrown out the window in California. You know, one of the, right an, in the last two years. One of the analogies you can bring up there when you're up there talking or talking at these uh, people is the mothers against drunk driving. Now, in the '60s, right? People drove drunk all the time, and if they got pulled over, it's like, "Hey, Joe, go sleep it off." Wasn't that big a deal? In the '70s, it became a little bit more. In the '80s. People really started making a focus on this in the 90s and on the penalties for drunk driving have gotten egregious. So you as a professional, you could lose your license. You could be sued for millions of dollars. If you end up hurting somebody, you could go to jail for life. If you've hurt somebody, the penalties have kicked up. So what does that do? That means that, Roy, if you're at a cocktail party and if you imbibe a little bit, you're going to think twice. It's like, I'm not going to have an extra one or I'm going to Uber. 
you are not going to do the activity that would allow you to have such a huge penalty. And that's the way we have to approach violent crime is we need to hit criminals in the freaking forehead with the biggest sledgehammer possible. Because although some are stupid, they're more cowardly than they are stupid. And they will do what they can to get away with things. And if the penalty is so over the top for that behavior, it is the only thing that curbs that behavior. If they reach into the cookie jar and they end up with a stump, they're not going to go back to the cookie jar. And the other guy that says, man, that looked like it hurt. I'm not going to do that either. They're not stupid. They're cowards. And if the penalty is so severe, they that's the only thing is you're bringing up from the Romans days on the only thing that's going to change their behavior and letting them back out on the streets as predators where our families are the prey is lunacy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Now you got me all wired up here. I got too much coffee already. And man, you start talking about that. He that shall not be named as governor in California. And, and frankly, I, the man know, child, we just call him the man child, you know, just, he, he looks like a vampire. So maybe a man, manpire. <laughs> I've heard. I'm going to use that. I like that. He does look Jewish. I've come to steal oh your guns, God. yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, he wants to make California like he's done. He wants to do for California what he's done for San Francisco, which is basically turn us into a human feces map for the entire state of California. Um, but you know what's good about a human yeah. feces map? If you look What's at it, that? if you look at it, you could always tell where Adam Schiff is. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, <laughs> Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this with Roy Griffith. And don't blame Roy for me. All right, folks, we'll be right back. FiringLineRadio.com. Hi, folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. You know what else would be good? Getting a new governor for the state of California. That would be good. No more manpire over there at... Uh, in, in Sacramento. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, I have Roy Griffith. Roy Griffith is working for you tirelessly at the California Rifle and Pistol Association. You know, everything that gets pushed through this crazy legislature, and these people are bat guano certified crazy. Um, an unbelievably sold-out, progressive, radical, communist, socialist. I mean, it's a whole bucket of goo. That's who they are, and they are running rampant. Everything that they can come up with, they have a wish list. This governor 
signs. And it, it's horrific. I mean, uh, talk about some of the things we deal with here in the Inland Empire. We deal with a lot of wildlife, right? And they're even taking wildlife management out of the hands of professionals and putting it back on the legislative block. Uh, Roy, you want to talk about this? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're talking about the bobcat bill. You know, bobcats are a critter here in California that should be managed by the professionals, i.e. the Fish and Game Commission and Department of Fish and Wildlife. That's the wildlife in this state, by law, by code, is entrusted in the hands of those professionals to manage. Well, throw that out the window because this year, the, the folks in the Big White Dome felt that uh, hunting bobcats are inappropriate. And um, even though there's no science, even though bobcats are found in every county throughout the state, except for um, San Francisco, probably because there's too much, you know, wet on the streets. <laughs> yeah, they're allergic to human feces, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know why they're not there? Because bobcats are so smart, they won't put up with those crazy politics. They moved out of yeah, that county, that's yeah. why. Uh so, yeah. Yeah, so they they, they, took, they took bobcat hunting away from us last year, AB twelve fifty four, and the governor signed it. But the governor submitted amendments that were recommended to him by the department, basically amendments saying, "Hey, okay, let's do a study, but let's not ban the hunting until we do the study." Right. The governor proposed those amendments to the author. The author said, "Up yours, governor." And guess what? This governor signed the bill anyway. I mean, that's usually any respectable governor with a backbone, and you. You turn down the governor's amendments, you, you might as well just put a stake through the heart of your own bill. But, well, this governor is so owned by the antis on both sides of the fence that uh, he went ahead and signed the bill anyway. So, Yeah, he is owned by the, H, the HSUS. Yes, sir. And yes, that sir, is HSUS, folks, stands for the Hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs. That's, Amen to that. That's who they are. They are... Absolutely controlling fish and game on this, um, or fish and fauna. What, what are we now? Flora and fauna, Department of Flora and Fauna and uh, Veganism, I think, is our new yeah. name. <laughs> so, well, they, this bill originally, the bobcat bill originally said bears and bobcats. And uh, at the last minute, it started on a small path. They cut bears out of the bill because they knew that was too big of a bite of the apple right off the get go. Right. So we know it's no surprise. The concern for us is they're coming after bears this year. Now, bears are thriving. They're only thriving in California. Six years ago, the same knuckleheads in that white building took away the use to hunt hounds. Right. So they've, they've gone after means of take before, but they've right. never eliminated the overall harvest and management of the species. Oh, mountain lions. They did for mountain lions. Well, remember, mountain lion was a proper, that was initiative. That was initiative of we, the people. The people all voted for that. That didn't come out of the crazy building. That was uh, um, uh, Proposition 119, I think it was, but that happened 190, in 1989. Yeah. One, yeah, and that was uh, a vote of the people. So that's even worse, but um, mountain lion was taken away by a popular vote, not. <laughs> Which started the decline of all of our deer herds. Hey, yeah. one yeah, one sure. other thing. Let's talk about uh, bears. I know a little bit about bears, so dub bears. For years, as long as I can remember, the hunting take of bears in California was set at about 1,700 animals per year. Yeah. 
Now, we have tons of them. So then they took away baiting. We still had 1,700. Then they took away hounds. And here's what happened is during the years we were allowed to hunt with any methods, 1,700 bears were taken. That was it. And then the fishing game, what they don't tell you is they have between two and 300 depredation permits a year. So they have to go out and take out these, and I know I was involved in some of these, take out some bears that are problems, that are destroying people and property and so forth. Well, that number comes to about 2,000 animals being taken. So the majority of bears taken were taken with dogs. Um, When that stopped, the take went from 1,700 down to about 1,000 or 1,100 a year which left 600 to 700 animals breeding. And bears have one or two at a time. So now we have numbers that are through the roof, because if you look at what's happened in the last six years, we have more people having problems in Mammoth, their cars broken into, Yosemite, their bears are everywhere. They're here in the local mountains. I had one in my driveway the other night. You know, the bears are all over the place. And if they're not managed, then fish and game will have to step in and fish and game will still kill 2000 bears a year. It's just, instead of using those animals, they'll be thrown down a Canyon to rot. Yes or no, Roy? A depredation animal is not allowed to be used for anything. So if fishing game has to take one, they don't relocate them to some Nirvana. They shoot them. And they throw them down a canyon, yeah. and uh, they move on. And so that's that's what happens. That's the reality. If you don't have hunting, you're not saving the animals. You're simply not using the animals. You know, and that's an important story to be told. Is this incredible animal being wasted? This animal that could feed a family, you know, provide an incredible opportunity that someone's willing to pay for. You know, and this moves again for small communities, for for guides and outfitters. You know, pay for motel room and meals and gas. Hunting brings in millions and millions of dollars to small communities throughout California. And you take away this bear hunting opportunity, which they are legend to do. And, you know, you told a beautiful you know, that, that we're leaving 500-plus animals on the landscape every year. Now imagine completely taking away that other 1,000 that can be lawfully harvested. And that's what they're going to intend to do this year in the legislative session, those same people who took away bobcat hunting. So those same animals that people would be paying money into communities to harvest, you, the taxpayer, are going to be paying some county ad, state ad, or some game warden to have to go out and put that same animal down. And you said it best, Philip, there's no shame to law. There's no little Marlon Perkins place where these animals can be captured up and taken to this beautiful, bare, happy land. There's no more habitat left. But that's what the antis think. The antis think that every one of these critters can be relocated to bear nirvana. But well, we could re- start releasing them in San Francisco. I think that would work. <laughs> Especially some of these uh, grizzly hybrids we have down here. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah, give them a, a little sniff of shift and let them sniff out some shift themselves. So that might help. <laughs> I don't know. If it, if it tastes like shift, they may not eat them. <laughs> I would hope not. That's the bears say, better. "Yeah, you could survive on these guys, but they taste like shift." I don't know. We'll we'll just order McDonald's. 
All right. So, we've seen a exact picture of what's going on in California, and, and we are greatly concerned. They start down this road. They've, there's rumors of them going after dove hunting again, this little bird of peace, and none of them tell the story of, as we drive around in their prima donna SUVs and hit wildlife on our roadways. You know, the, these animals are just going to be subjected to starvation and road hits um, that could otherwise be harvested and, and, and utilized and, and feed a family. Oh, so come on now. Terrible situation. Now, now, the vampire governor did allow roadkill, right? That's his compensation for us is, oh, by the way, if you see something dead on the side of the road, you can eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's all joking aside. That's a good piece of legislation because that is a, an incredible food source that's utilized in other states. And, and also equally important, that bill is to get the data you know, from those road strikes because, uh, you know, there's a ton of money out there to start putting some wildlife overcrosses in California, but we just need to figure out where to place those to get the most bang for our buck, uh, like they have in other states. It's hugely successful for deer and elk to uh, to get over highways instead of getting hit on our highways. Well, yeah. Every deer that doesn't get hit is one more deer that could go that uh, could provide hunting opportunity for for a mountain lion. That... Yeah, for a mountain lion, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I'm an optimist. You know, my glass is half full. I'm you have to be, of... my friend. You have to be to to, I, to deal with those people up there. They they are they are Trump Republican demented syndrome turds TRDS. It's it's scary. Hey, I want to thank you for what you do. We're out of time here. But, folks, go to CRPA.org, California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. Thank you, Roy. Get up there. Fight for us, man. We're supporting you. We're, we're, We're counting on you. God bless you. Much appreciated. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.